Welcome to the Rediscovering Your Creative Self podcast, where you get a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for your creative practice. Art in the Fourth Dimension. When I was studying um, art uh, as a young person, I had the opportunity to spend my junior year abroad. I traveled throughout Europe and my home base was actually in London, and it was uh, an incredible experience. And I got to study things like art and architecture, um, and go through all of the you know the churches and the the, the great landmarks uh, in Europe and in London, and study them with professors who were some of the top people who um, really had a lot of knowledge about uh, their subject matter. But there was this one class um, that I thought was amazing at the time, but still sits with me today. And I'd like to share that with you. And it relates to our topic about art in the fourth dimension. And we're talking about, this is a long time ago, we're talking about the 80s, okay? So there was no um, fourth dimension in which we, we experience it or understand it uh, today in terms of animation and all of the things that we, we have been able to do because of technology, but it was a class for art educators. And we had to um, create a piece of art and reinterpret that piece of art in dance, music, drawing and painting, and sculpture. And throughout the class, you were divided up into groups. So I was a, a visual artist, so drawing and painting was my strength. And the teacher said, whatever your strength is, you can do the opposite. That's where you're going to start. So you're not going to start with your strength. You're going to start with something that um, you're not as familiar with. So I chose dance, okay, because I thought, well, I completely don't know music too much. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of cut my losses there, and I'll start out with dance. And so what happened is, is we, um, as a dance group, because uh, so if you can picture um, if the class is divided into fours, our small group uh, created a dance. Okay, so that was our first thing. And then each one, the musicians, the people who did the music, the people who did the visual arts and the people who did sculpture had to interpret our dance. And then, of course, the visual people would create some kind of uh, form of painting. And then our group, the dance group, had to interpret that painting as a dance. So if you can kind of figure as the dance group, um, I had to not only create a dance, but I had to do three other uh, interpretations, one in music, uh, somebody gave me music and I had, we had to, as a group, come up with a dance to that music. That was a little bit easier. We had to look at a sculpture and come up with a dance. And we had to look at something uh, visual and come up with a dance. And then once you did that, you moved to the next group. So the next group, um, I had to do was music as a group. We created a piece of music, but then we also had to interpret from a dance, create music from a painting, create music from a sculpture, create music. And then we obviously moved on to sculpture. And then I ended at uh, visual, uh, you know, art and doing a drawing. And how in 
amazing our teacher was and such an incredible art educator is she didn't have us start with our strengths. And then I learned why. She had us end with our strengths because when we finally created all of these pieces of art in dance and music and sculpture and interpreted them in all different ways, by the time we came to our strengths, don't you think our strengths were changed? We saw our own strength in another realm. We saw it in another way. We interpreted, we felt our artwork in music. We felt our artwork sculpturally, three-dimensionally. We felt our artwork in movement. My process today and why I respond to music and why I use my body when I'm painting and why I think so dimensionally with my work is because of that class. It was meant to be an art educator class to teach younger people about art. But what it did for me is it created brain connections. It created, you know, a few weeks ago, we had a, a, a podcast about plowing down the fields. It plowed down so many fields in one class that it forever changed the way I not only experience art, think about art, but also create art. So one of the things that I always um, like to pass on is not to get so focused on your techniques, you know, how you use your brush and, you know, all of those kind of things is about how we use our brain when we're creating, what we create and how we create. And sometimes stepping out of your sort of genre of art making can actually create strength in that one discipline. I was watching this show and it was about people who are geniuses, people who are incredible creators from around the world, people who are inventors of amazing things. Um, one of the things that they discovered with um, being really amazing and inventing something and, and doing something that nobody else was able to do prior to that point comes from learning things outside of your speciality. It's about problem solving. When we can go outside of our art, we can expand our art. And the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing about the technology that we have today is that we can take a class in anything from anywhere at any time. That's just amazing. You know, so if you wanted to learn more about writing, you could take a storytelling class from, um, you know, some of the best colleges in England. You know, you could go to Oxford and take a continuing education class. I mean, it's amazing. We wouldn't be able to do any of these things. You know, I think I've mentioned I, I draw with people in London. I mean, there is a connection to a grander, robust universe that you can expand. You don't have to spend a year like I did, although it's great, uh, spend a year like I did in, in, in London and traveling throughout Europe 
you can do that from your own home. Um, and so I think when you can think about art and viscerally feel the art through these different disciplines, I think it strengthens um, the way you approach it. I think it uses more of your brain cells and your brain energy when you're creating, when you're able to expand. Now, am I um, a professional dancer? No. Am I a professional musician? No. Um, but I can sculpt some things. I can certainly dance uh, for my own delight and, and, and I can play with different instruments like the piano and create something. Is it going to be, oh, this, you know, publish music or am I going to start uh, being a backup dancer for my favorite band? Oh, no, <laughs> that was not going to happen. But you don't need to be great at other things to understand it from that point of view. You just have to do it. That's just the amazing thing. Just by doing it, our brain understands. Ah, I get this. I feel this. I'm moving about this because I'm I'm having to make that connection, right? Maybe you can gift yourself um, something that would expand your horizons beyond just the drawing or the painting or the creating of the computer or whatever it is that you do, that you try another discipline that you might enjoy and see how those things connect. Even fly fishing. You know, I have artists um, from my... Uh, teachings uh, and the MFA programs that do so many other activities. And one of them is fly fishing and just the rhythm of fly fishing and the, 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 the Zen elements of that um, are just another connective tissue to art. So find something else that you love to do or that you would, you always wanted to do. It doesn't have to be that you become an expert in it. But I will tell you this, whatever it is that you do, when you go back to your art, you will see it in a different way. So with that, I say, challenge yourself in the fourth dimension. And the fourth dimension is basically movement, you know, and create from the heart. Have a wonderful week. This audio series is part of my Navigating the Labyrinth of the Creative Mind Patreon Endeavor. The site uniquely intermixes self-reflection and personal storytelling with exploratory mixed-media techniques and expressive approaches to art making, elevating the creative consciousness and guiding each person on his or her own path to discovering the creative spark that resides within. Check us out at www.patreon.com slash Lisa L. Sear, and that's spelled C-Y-R.